Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I'm Phil Addison, and this is your Daily Phil. Wherever you are, whoever you are, and however you're listening, thanks for being here. Um, this is the first episode of your Daily Phil. It may turn into your weekly fill, bi-weekly fill, your monthly fill, and or your yearly fill. We're going to see how it goes. This is my first time uh, doing this one, and so we're just going to, you know, have some fun with it. Um you know, this podcast is, I mean, going to be about me, I guess. Um, not that I'm a narcissist or anything like my good friend, Sam Thomas. Um, <laughs> kidding, but seriously. Uh, but we are so glad that you're here. And by we, I mean me, because I'm alone um, in <laughs> my guest room in my apartment. Uh, so kick things off. We just wanted to thank our first sponsor here. This episode of Your Daily Fill is brought to you by Plains Commercial Real Estate. Plains Commercial Real Estate is a brokerage firm headquartered in Oklahoma City. Their goal is to create a financial advantage for their clients through better real estate decisions. They provide tip-top brokerages, services, as well as property management. Looking to buy or maybe even lease? Call Plains for your real estate needs. They provide expertise in retail, office, industrial, multifamily, and investment sale transactions. Great people with better service. Text Phil Deals to 405-802-9200 for more info. Again, text Phil Deals, that promo code to 405-802-9200 for more info. Planes. Thanks so much for being here, guys. Um, even if there's no one here, it's me. So I kind of wanted to uh, start out this episode uh, just by talking about myself and kind of um, my life story, if you will. I uh, could share my testimony to all of you, um, you know, like we're uh, little school or church boys and girls, man. Oh, this is going to be fun. But seriously, um, I grew up in a Christian home. <laughs> oh, man. No, but like I I kind of just wanted to start things off with some of my like, I guess my life. Um, and we'll see how this goes. But I kind of want to just, I guess, start from the beginning um in the beginning <laughs> i really gotta man I, I gotta figure this whole thing out but uh i think kind of one of my first like core memories like i'd love to hear hear you guys's core memories drop those in the comments uh wherever those might be i don't know where this episode's gonna land hopefully on uh, spotify apple music and youtube uh, but for now um I'm just alone in a room. Um, so, uh, yeah, but you probably have my number if you're listening to this. So just text me your earliest core memories. Love to hear you guys. But I guess I'll start with, um, actually, it was dinner last night um, with uh, my family for my mom's birthday. Today's Marianne's birthday. Shout out to Marianne. Send her a text um, and wish her a happy belated. Um, once you're hearing this, it'll be after her birthday probably. So um, send her your finest wishes. Uh, but we were talking about kind of our, yeah, my earliest memories. And the first one I thought of was when I was two years old, um, I was crawling or walking. I don't know what I was, what stage of life I was at per se, but, um, I found a quarter on our floor, like outside my bedroom. And I just decided this looks yummy. Uh, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Man, I hope you guys get a good laugh out of this because uh, I sure am. But I 
put a quarter in my mouth and swallowed it. And my mom heard just my choking upstairs um, and ran upstairs and started just beating my back. Um, and I eventually, you know, threw it up, spit, spat it out, spit it out, spatted it out. <laughs> um, and my mom, I couldn't believe that I remembered that. And maybe that's just because I've heard the story before. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I started remembering things and I was two. Uh, and so that was kind of my first memory of life. Uh, and then my second um, was uh, the driveway drive-by, which I learned actually last night was not a driveway drive-by. It was a um, backyard drive-by. Uh, I apparently got out of my back door of my parents' house and I was walking just aimlessly in the backyard and I walked to the cul-de-sac behind our house and uh, this lady pulled up and she was like, are you lost? And I kind of looked around like back to my house, back to the backyard. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> clearly was lost. And so I got in her car. Um, she apparently was a neighbor. So a familiar face from the neighborhood. Um, but my mom said she was looking all over the place for me and, um, couldn't find me. And I'm in this woman's car and she's like, well, do you live in this neighborhood? And I'm like, yeah. And she's driving around all the houses and she was like, is this your house? And I was like, no. Is this your house? No. Is this your house? No. It's like that one scene in Borat. Have you ever seen it? What is this? Cheese. And this? Cheese. And this? Cheese. And this grocery store employee was probably answered Borat 40, 50 times with the answer cheese. That was the same thing that happened uh, in my um, neighborhood but this lady drove me around the entire neighborhood until she got to my house back where she picked me up essentially i was like this is your house and i was like yes <laughs> and apparently there was construction going on at our house and a construction worker like was holding me by the hand walking me back down the driveway and my mom was like freaking out <laughs> and the neighbor pulled up and she was like hey i think i found your son wandering the neighborhood um and she was like what and so that was it that was my coming home story my prodigal son story um, but i hope you guys aren't aren't bored by this i hope you're enjoying the listen um i'm just i'm just telling stories i guess uh and talking but i guess like after two it's like i vaguely remember preschool i don't know if you guys have any preschool memories um but like i uh I got into elementary school and I could tell you every single one of my elementary school teachers, you know, kindergarten, Miss Schaefer, first grade, Miss Robertson, second grade, Miss Hargrove, third, Miss Barnett, fourth, Miss Filling Jim. <laughs> we love a good filling Jim. <laughs> she hated me. I was awful to her. And then fifth grade, Miss um, Strickland. And it's like, I can remember all those names, but I, 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 I can't remember, you know, the Pythagorean theorem. Um, if someone could, call me and tell actually I don't really need to use it um but shout out to John Reed for helping me with math in college and some <laughs> select others who I will not name on the podcast for reasons you know unknown I guess um but yeah like I'm sure I don't know if all y'all remember your grade school teachers names or not but um like kindergarten pretty sure like I don't know if this actually happened or not but me and one of my buddies one of my buddies and I if you will, um, talked about putting a tack in like our teacher's seat. Um, 
And I don't know if we ever did or not, but I'm pretty sure I got in trouble because like they probably heard us talking about it. Um, I remember my mom worked at the school that I was at. So we would always have the walk of shame back to her classroom whenever I got in trouble with one of my teachers. Um, and that was like worse than going to the principals because, you know, I went to my mother and she then told my father and uh, Joel would not be happy with me when I got home. And you can imagine what happens next. <laughs> That sounds awful. I mean, I really would just probably get a spanking. Don't know if that's, you know, appropriate for today's age. Um, but I mean, yeah, like getting in trouble in like elementary school was always the worst because I had to go to my mom and I only ever went to the principal. Um, but yeah, kindergarten, it's all a blur. Um, you know, first grade, uh, first grade, the one thing I do remember, uh, we wrote letters to the president and uh not to get too political here but like i don't care you know who's in office right write me writing letters to the principal or <laughs> writing letters to the to the president not to the principal um was like i mean just funny like that was a funny thing we did we did it around christmas time so i think like some of us also were like mr president can you tell santa claus that i would like a new puppy dog <laughs> oh um, but yeah like we would we wrote these letters to it was George Bush at the time. Um, so any Bush fans out there, um, I know you'll like this one. Uh, shout out to Jake Talbert um, in Crawford, Texas, George Bush's home. Uh, like we wrote letters to the president and I'm pretty sure like, yeah, half of us in our Christmas list, the other half were like, do you have a zoo at the White House? Do you have any puppets? <laughs> do you have any little trinkets that we can play with um, from the White House? But we wrote these letters and, you know, I'll, I'll, obviously all of us, you know, were really excited about it. Well, we got back for Christmas, right before Christmas, one of the two, that was like our gift. The president had, and I don't know, it was probably someone on his staff, you know, it was, it, they probably also had the same thing, the response, but my parents framed it. It's a framed photo of uh, George and Laura uh, and the letters they wrote back. And I, I honestly need to find it so I can read it. Um, but I mean, they just have to be hilarious. Uh, like the things that we said, they probably, like I said, they're all the same letters he probably sent back because they're all typed out, but he'd sign his name at the bottom. So I don't know how much a uh, George Bush auto is going for these days, um, with a letter addressed to little Philly. <laughs> I didn't go by that, but <laughs> thanks to a good friend, Braden trailer. He has called me that. And so have many others. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, I got a, got a letter from the president, um, first grade. Uh, so that 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 was pretty neat. Um, man, I mean, I hope you guys have not checked out yet. Because, I mean, we're really getting rolling, rolling. Ooh. I promise I am, I, I mean, I am in a, I'm in a very sober mindset here. Not that I wouldn't be otherwise, you know, but I probably just sound cracked out to a lot of you. Um but yeah, so first grade, that was kind of the highlight there. Second grade, Miss Hargrove, really cool teacher, had a bunk bed in her room. And I noticed some, you're like, well, is that okay? But um, the top bunk had a mattress or like a sofa type futon deal. And the bottom had a bunch of bean bags, some ultimate sacks. Um, and if you like got a good grade or did something good in the class, you could, you know, go to the bunk bed. Um, which sounds hilarious saying that out loud, but like, I mean, we'd 
we'd pack that mug like sardines and we'd all be fired up about the bunk bed. No one ever wanted anything from the prize box. They just wanted to like sit in the bunk bed for what was probably realistically like seven minutes. Um, and instead of, you know, getting a little treat, you would just get to sit in the bunk bed and like read Diary of a Wimpy Kid, which, you know, was my go-to read back in the day. Um, and then third grade, third grade was i'm just rapid firing stories to you guys and i really i mean maybe i'll have this to show my grandchildren or children maybe they'll enjoy it they probably won't they'll probably have been like i've heard these stories before thank god my wife's not listening she would be a snooze right now <laughs> she 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 actually is asleep so i guess that that makes sense but um yeah so third grade I would say uh, there was one story. It was the times tables. We first started doing our times tables. And uh, I remember I was, you know, doing, I was, I was doing fine. <laughs> I was, I was passing and we got to the nines and, you know, I could do zero times nine, zero, one times nine is nine, two times nine, 18. And then when I got to three, just couldn't get it could not get 27 it'll, it'll stay ingrained in my brain forever um because i know it now but uh i remember just getting to three times nine and just i mean busting out crying just bawling um and there was my first crush in that class nicola bait nicole if you're listening i'm married now but um hope you're doing well uh and i remember being embarrassed because i was crying in front of nicole after failing my uh, nines timetables and uh, we bounced back. I graduated in third grade. And so I guess I passed, uh, but that was third. And then fourth grade, uh, that was Miss Filling Jim and Miss Filling Jim. Um, she did not like me very much. And with good reason, I was um, very defiant, very devious back then. There was a friend, um, named Ethan Renshaw. Ethan, if you're listening, I hope I'm okay to say people's names on this. I hope, um, you know, no one gets upset about that, but uh, me and Ethan were buddies, Ethan and I, sorry. Um, and like, we were just horrible in our class, like just always class clowns, causing distractions, you know, throwing glue <laughs> and pencils in your ear, uh, and, and all sorts of things. Um, but I remember in fourth grade, super fired up to, you know, when you got to like, you know, ride home with someone on the bus, like my mom drove us to school because she worked there, but we, uh, we would get, you know, the little slip to ride home with someone on a Friday and you're super excited for your sleepover and all that stuff. Well, I was really excited because uh, Ethan and I uh, went with his parents to Outback Steakhouse uh, and then to go see X-Men Wolverine. Um, and it was a great night. You know, we stayed up what we thought was probably all night realistically it was probably like 10 30 and like played, you know, video games and, you know, ate Cheetos. <laughs> and I don't know if that's what we did, but uh, I had a, I'm being vulnerable here, had a, had a severe problem uh, with my bladder. I was in TMI. Um, but I would wet the bed <laughs> uncontrollably up until the fifth grade, um, wore diapers uh, until the fifth grade. <laughs> and uh, I remember I didn't bring any diapers <laughs> in fourth grade to, uh, to Ethan Renshaw's parents' house. Mom and dad forgot to pack those. And uh, we slept on mattresses in his basement 
that night, I guess just for, you know, good times. And we were going to go to Whitewater that next day. You know, Whitewater is you know, the water park, Six Flags owns it, I guess. Uh, we're going to Whitewater. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I had peed on the entire mattress. I mean, the thing was soaked. And I was like, oh, man, like, what am I going to do? Because I didn't either didn't have a change of clothes or something had happened. Uh, so I saw next to me the uh, two liter of Sprite we had been drinking the night before. Um, and I poured it all over the bed to disguise my urine. And so when Ethan woke up, um, he was like, oh my gosh, dude, why is your mattress so wet? And I was like, dude, in the middle of the night, I must have just spilled this Sprite all over me. And he was like, why aren't you wet? And I'm like, must have, must have happened. Must have dried off in the middle of it. I don't know. Um, so I called my mom and did not go to Whitewater that day um, because I had in bed. So if that hits home for anybody, please uh, let me know. Let me know your story. Um, and hopefully it wasn't in the fourth grade like mine. But in the fifth grade, uh, it's my glory year. Um, I wore the same pair of like white Adidas shoes. Pretty sure my parents bought me like three pairs of the same shoes. I don't know if I like them. So the first year I got my I got my first American Eagle jacket. I wore an American Eagle jacket and white Adidas to school every day. <laughs> so if Nico Me is listening, that's a fashion nightmare for someone like him. Um, but yeah, I remember I had an argument with um, two, two of the popular guys, Ben Brock and Aiden Laux, two good friends. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, shout out to both of them. I think they're close to married now. At least they're both engaged, which is, you know, fantastic. Um, but I remember arguing with them Um before school on like Fridays, we would do a little like walk the gym. You could go and just walk the gym, um, which was, you know, always like, you know, <laughs> it's just, it was just, everyone was excited. They played Axel F by Crazy Frog and all the hits, Radio Disney, uh, just in the gym for probably, you know, 20 minutes before school started. And I remember walking and talking with them, arguing. And I, I didn't watch sports like growing up until like middle school. But I remember them telling me that a touchdown was six points. And I said, no, no, no. I went to a Georgia game with my family. And I remember when they scored a touchdown, it was seven points. And they were like, no, Phil, there's this thing called the extra point. And I was like, that's silly. Why would you ever get an extra point? I'm not giving handouts out here. Um, but little did I know there was a, there was an extra point to be had per field goal. And um I was wrong. And that was kind of my start um, into sports, if you will, um, learning the basics, uh, understanding the game, just a student of the game. I try to be, uh, and yeah, we, we, we venture on now. We're just going grade by grade here. Um, and I hope you guys really enjoy that because I'm really just talking to myself alone. Um, and <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know. I'm hoping to get someone else on here to like banter with, you know, you always have like the one guy who laughs and that's always nice because it's just me laughing at myself and they have another guy who's good to, you know, go back and forth with. And it just feels like um, we need to fill the room here. <laughs> get it. <laughs> that's a doozy. Everybody. Oh man. I probably sound like a psychopath, but that's all right. Most of you guys listening to this understand me and get me. Um, and if you don't, then uh, I understand why you would never want to listen to this again. But uh, sixth grade, we head over to Mount Perrin Christian School. 
where I attended. And uh, man, I mean, got in there and uh, made some new buddies. I remember like one of the first things that my friends were talking about was the sports center top 10. Um, when I got into sixth grade like, that morning and I was like, nodding in agreement of oh yes i know what that is that's uh, yes dude that's the best like you know when someone's like dude have you heard of this have you seen this movie i used to just be like dude yes like that's the best like do you remember when this happened what was your favorite part and you're like yes dude totally and there's just you know like they're like what and you're like i i have to uh, i have to go um but i remember and found the sports center top 10 i was like i have no idea what that is so I remember like going home the next day and that, I guess like that, you know, you always, you, you, you always watch it before school that morning before you're about to leave the classic 6.50 AM slot because you got to get out of the house by seven um, or whatever it is. And I just remember uh, like going home the next day and turning on like 6.50 or whatever and being like, so this is it. This is how I learned sport. Um, sport, meet me. I am you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's how I fell in love with the Atlanta Hawks, uh, the Falcons, the Braves, etc. Um, so my buddies really started to like, that's all they talked about. So I remember, uh, I joined the football team in sixth grade. I was the fourth string offensive lineman and a fourth string safety to very, um, interchangeable positions. And I remember the first practice and maybe, you know, you're hearing this and you're like, there's no way Phil has all these stories. They're all made up. And I would say, you're right. If I was lying and I'm not, that's the fun part. Um, <laughs> that these are all true. Um, they're not from some little storybook, some little fairy tale or some bedtime story. They're, they're, they're true. hundred percent fact. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I try for the football team. I think everyone made it cause it was sixth grade football at a private school. So, um, I remember, first practice uh they asked me you know what position of course like every other kid i was like oh i i i'd like to be the quarterback please and they were like well let's see you throw the ball i don't know if i ever threw a football before that um and i'm pretty sure it was just a duck and so they're like all right we're gonna put you on defense so i played safety that's why i think i was the strong safety or the four string safety first practice uh i got an interception I had no idea like what that was or kind of how it worked. But I remember I caught the ball and just started running, like scored a touchdown, pick six, everyone went nuts. And then I proceeded to get steamrolled the rest of practice. Um, probably dropped every ball that came my way. Uh, not very athletic. And so it was all downhill from there, but I had a blast. I had a lot of fun. Seventh grade rolled around. It was eighth, seventh and eighth grade team. Shop Stephen Craig, um, one of my best friends. He uh, was the kick returner um, for the seventh grade, eighth grade team for some for some time, and put up some good numbers there. Um, but uh, yeah, seventh and eighth grade, you know, the bigger boys, you just it's just not as fun. Um, it wasn't as enjoyable, uh, and so I quit, like every every good student of the game should do. Uh, try for the basketball team that didn't work out. <laughs> even though I love basketball now and, you know, um, it all, it all worked out. Um, but yeah, the end of sixth grade though, this is a good one. If you've been, if you've been checked out this whole time and if you're like this guy, I mean, there's not much here. This, this podcast sucks. I promise it'll get better. I think it will. 
I mean, I'm recording on a microphone in my guest room right now, so can't get any more standard than this. Um, but I remember uh, sixth grade, right before spring break, we had an open gym that day uh, in PE and we were just playing basketball. Like it was like, you know, 10 on 10 because like there were so many kids and we were just all messing around. And I remember I caught the ball and I'm just, I know I'm, I'm, I'm just a guy looking for a good laugh. That was, that was me. I was trying to get an affirmation from, you know, being the funny guy. (laughs) I'm not that way now. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that guy, but I am. I remember I got the ball at the three-point line, went up to shoot it, and thought, you know, midair, oh, wouldn't this be hilarious instead of shooting it, throwing it at someone? So I threw it at a guy named Garrett Harris. I'm just giving full names out here. I hope you guys are okay with that. I mean, all people that I like. Um, But Garrett, I remember I threw the ball up, like I went to go shoot it, and then I threw it directly hit him in the privates um, and, you know, he went down and we all started dying laughing. I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. Kind of laughing. And he's rolling around and, you know, it's like, all right, well, you know, he's okay. Let's get let's proceed with the game. And so the game goes on probably about 10 minutes uh, goes by and I get the ball again and everyone's like, surely this won't happen again. And, you know, I wasn't even really thinking about it until I, you know, went to go shoot again. And I was like, Oh, I got to do this again. I got a good laugh. Well, so I throw the ball again, Garrett hits him, you know, in, in the, in the privates and, um, you know, he didn't take a liking to that. And we all thought, you know, at, at, at that age, you know, that's, that's the humor. That's the good stuff, man. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what everyone wants to see in here. Um, and we're all dying laughing. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Well, he proceeds to start chasing me around, um, the gym. And I'm like, oh, this is funny. He chasing me. He's like picking up volleyballs, throwing them at me. Well, he kind of gets me in the middle of the gym and he like grabs me and like throws me on the ground. And I was like, whoa, 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 dude, like, what are you doing? And I, you know, and he, you know, there's this another side of this story. So, you know, Garrett, if you're listening and you have the, have the podcast, um, please let me know if this is, this is how this is wrong. But the way I remember it, uh, it's like I said, true, true story. Hand of the Bible. And, you know, um, but anyway, uh, he wrestles me to the ground and like on top of me and like starts to like swing. And so I'm like, oh no. And so I kind of like dodge it, kind of wrestle around. I get back on top of him and he's like, get off me. And then I proceed to uh, hit him. I punched him in the face. And then at that point, uh, Coach T, we called him Coach Tanashak. Coach T, you know, uh, split split the masses and um Everyone, you know, was all riled up. And so he sent us to the principal's office. Well, this is the day we're leaving for, for spring break. So it's like, well, this is not a good time. Um, and Mr. Shelton, love him, great principal. We go up to his office and he sits us down and, you know, he's like, guys, I just, you know, got done with a tour of the school telling, you know, uh, these parents how, you know, we didn't know fights here, all the stuff, yada, yada. Really disappointed in us, you know, the whole nine. So he says, Garrett, you know, you're going to go to Miss uh, Wilbur's room or Wilder, whoever it was. Um, and, you know, she's going to take care of you. Phil, you're going to the counselor's office for the rest of the day. And you guys are going to, you know, do whatever they say. And so we, you know, go get our spaghetti lunch at 11 a.m. We'll pick it up from the cafeteria. The sad, the sad, cold spaghetti lunch at 11 a.m. 
the day of leaving spring break. You just, you know, you hate, but you love to see it. Um, and uh, that reminds me of a quick sidebar of, you know, middle school lunches, you know, you always think like, you know, these kids will eat anything. And, and I mean, it's true. You probably still would. Um, but I remember Andrew Mazai, um, one of my good friends, uh, he who used to eat ketchup sandwiches. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just used to put ketchup on bread and eat it. A staple. Now he is extremely, uh, in extremely good shape um, and is very strong. So, Andrew, I'm glad those ketchup sandwiches worked out for you. But I remember walking back into the counselor's office and, you know, Garrett's in this in this teacher's room, looks all sad. We're all, you know, mad at each other, looking at each other through the window. And he's having to, like, do all this homework and stuff. Well, I walk into Miss Ray's office is who it was, and she was not there. So I kind of like lingered around and like kind of waited um, and realized, oh, wow, like she is gone. And she had left early for spring break. And so I was like, I kind of like slowly shut the door. There was probably like a whole you know, few hours left in the day. Um, and this is the back back in the day of DVDs uh, were still um still he didn't have all these netflixes and hbos (laughs) as if as if i'm like like i'm 25 i'm not at all but yeah there's still dvds so i remember i got into her office and um there was like a little tv in there and i ate all of her starbursts and watched uh, madagascar (laughs) and uh it was a great day and i i got got in the car my parents were driving down destin right after classic spot and i told them what had happened and uh they um they are like, you know what? Like, sounds like, you know, you did the right thing. Just use self-defense. And I don't think I told them the whole story, but uh, that's sixth grade for you uh, in a nutshell. Um, also my first girlfriend, sixth grade, Tam Anderson. Hope she's doing well. I'm sure she's married now. Um, we hugged three times and then um, I texted her at the movie um, Step Up two or three. I can't remember when that one came out. We were at the movies with a couple of our friends and I te- she was right next to me, sitting right next to me. And I texted her and said, do you want to hold my hand? And she responded, no. <laughs> and so uh, shortly after uh, that, we broke up. Um, I don't remember who with who, but uh, it was not meant to be. Obviously, I was I was trying to uh, overstep boundaries and, um, you know, took that too far. And, you know, it, it, it didn't work out all for the better, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, sixth grade. Uh, Really good year for me. Glad you guys are really locked in here to my life story in seventh grade. Seventh grade, you know, really um, also, oh, I think it was here seventh grade. Oh, you know, we have Bible class at, at Mount Perrin, you know, because we're Christians. I'm still a Christian. Don't get it twisted. I'm going to, I'm going to say it on this podcast. I'm still a follower of Jesus. And, you know, probably should have said that first. Um, but if you're still listening, now you know. Um, but yeah, I remember uh, in sixth or seventh grade, we had a teacher, Mr. Patel, Bible teacher. And I, you know, and with these stories, you take it with a grain of salt because it's like, I remember this as my child mind, but like, it may have not been this bad, but it was bad. Um, I remember in Bible class, I obviously like never studied, was not a good student. Um, graduated from the University of Georgia though. So go dogs, but had a lot of help along the way. So <laughs> thank you everyone for that. You know who you are. Um, but uh, I remember in that class before the final, Mr. Bertel sat me down and was like, after class one day, I was like, hey, Phil, you know, like you have, you have no chance of passing this class. And I was like, oh, well, how about it? Is it, you know, 65 to 69? It's like an eight. It's like, what? It's like an eight, like an FF, like a real bad F. And like I said, that, that could be like, there's no way, like, 
now I'm saying out loud, it's like there's no, but it was like low. Like it was like, it had to be in like the forties and the thirties even. And I'm like, I'm talking, you know, didn't do anything. My mom, you know, did whatever project it was for me and it still didn't go well. And so basically he was like, here's, you know, this is a great thing about grace. It's a great thing about private or Christian school. Um, always showing grace. There was a, um, a Bible, like it was like a fake Jerusalem, a, a fake Jerusalem, um, like a replica. I don't know. I'm looking for the, I'm trying to find a right word there, but yeah, it was like, uh, you went and had this whole, like, uh, you know, Jesus life experience. It was like all sand and then like, you know, wood and people and costumes and like you ate hummus <laughs> and, and bread. Um, but it was down LaGrange and we went on a field trip there earlier in the year. And he was like, if you can get down to LaGrange and, you know, go like write a report for me on your experience down in Jerusalem in LaGrange, then I, you know, if you get a good grade on it, I'll like pass you in the class. And so me and my father, who was thrilled to go down to see the fake Jerusalem in LaGrange, I need people, I need, I know I've talked to people about this from LaGrange before, but I need to know LaGrange, Georgia. Um, I need to know if any of you have ever been, because I don't know if it's still there. We could get a little field trip going. We could all go down there. Um, but I remember we went down there and um, it was me and I think Andrew Mazzai and some other people. Uh, we went down there and my dad made my sister come for no reason. <laughs> Not my brother, brother and sister. <laughs> made my sister come just for the good times. And she was upset uh, because it was not a fun little trip. Um her at the time i wouldn't assume and so went down there past bible class thanks mr Pertel. he's a dookie i'm pretty sure so um go blue devils for you um but yeah uh seventh grade uh i'm sure there's some stories there once again it's a blur you know it's like oh this guy's really got all these stories where did seventh grade go and it's like well um i really don't know if there's anything significant from seventh grade that's so long ago think about that that's that's like 10 10 years ago 11 years ago no more 14 years ago i mean that's it's a long time um but yeah i uh i really um uh things changed in eighth grade uh eighth grade was um at mcclure middle school which went over the went to the public school for eighth grade and i mean it was fantastic just you know i wore toms i know alex mallory started the tom trend at harrison high school shout out to him I wore Toms. I had a green pair and a, like a uh, a red pair. And I remember there was that one day, and I don't know if any of you wore Toms. It was mainly women, so I was um, I was progressive in my fashion. But uh, I remember there was that day where it's like you don't wear shoes for like the children who don't have shoes. I guess it's. I mean, it's a good. That's a good thing, I guess. And I remember a handful of like people, like I'm pretty sure I was the only guy, but it was like me and like a bunch of girls like didn't wear a shoe. I don't even think I brought shoes to school that day. Maybe I did. Maybe I put them in a backpack. But I remember we got in a lot of trouble and they were very upset that uh, there were a lot of students that didn't wear shoes to school that day in eighth grade. Um, but anywho, uh, yeah, that eighth grade was really fun. I remember just, you know, the public school there. Oh, there was this one kid named Xavier. I don't remember his last name. Um, but there was this girl, Vanessa that sat in front of him in like language arts class. And she was, I mean, she was sweet, but she, she just had a lot to say. Kind of like me just, you know, talking out here. 
and she just would talk um a lot like a kind of teacher's pet xavier's kind of a class clown well um she was sitting in front of him one day and like he was getting on her nerves she was there going back and forth and he took a pair of scissors and cut off like a chunk of her hair and i mean he got like out of school suspension for that she i mean of course flipped out but i mean chunks of hair were flying people were crying it was a mess um that's a grade for you that's that's like the off the door this is like I have a, I don't even really have a script for this thing. I'm just like kind of rattling things off the dome and hope you guys are enjoying it. I'm going to take a sip of this bubbly, um, bubbly sparkling water. Um, not a sponsor right now, but could be very good. Um, very yum, yum, but yes, that's eighth grade. Um, and I kind of think from there it's, um, it's a good stopping point. I don't really know what else we have to say. Um, like I said, this first episode is kind of about me, about my life. And I mean, if you, if you have any critiques for me, have any feedback, I mean, I'm really just kind of throwing this thing up there. Um, so I, I think high school will, um, we'll try to get a special guest on uh, one of my good friends, Chad Barfield. Um, well, I guess I shouldn't have revealed him, but <laughs> Chad will probably be in the next episode of the barf man. If you know him and love him. Uh, high school um, with the barf man was uh, we have a, a handful of stories for you guys um, have some great times along the way so I guess that's kind of it I mean I've been talking for like 30 minutes and I'm just gonna throw this thing on Spotify and see how it goes so uh, if you guys think I missed anything if you know me and you're like Phil how'd you miss the story man from fifth grade or you know from eighth grade I'm like hey I'll share it I'll, I'll shout you out, but, um, until, until next time, um, thanks for, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Like I said, please shoot me a text. Give me a call. If you would like to, um, be on the pod, if you would like to, uh, you know, say, Hey man, that was horrible. You need to like nix this whole thing, or you need to like, you know, change things. I'm, I'm open to constructive criticism, um, from the listeners. So, uh, as a wise man once told me that's that. And this is this. We'll see you next week, folks.